0: Here's the thought I'll title, Exact Duplicates. I remember years ago visiting a gallery in Petaluma, California, a really terrific photography gallery. Don't know if it's still there or not, but at the time it had some really terrific work in it. And the fellow who was running the gallery had behind his desk an absolutely exquisite copy of Horizontal Aspens by Ansel Adams, one of my favorite prints of all time. And so I made some comment about it, and he said, well, this is a really special copy of Horizontal Aspens, and I obviously asked why. And he said, because collectors generally consider this particular print the best version of Horizontal Aspens that Ansel Adams ever printed. And I have to confess that at that point in my photographic career, It didn't really occur to me that every print that comes out of the analog wet darkroom is going to be a little bit different than all the others. There's just too many variables. There's dodging and burning. There's the temperature of the developer. We even used to influence some areas by rubbing them a little bit while they were in the developer with our print to warm up the paper from our fingers. And that would change little areas of the print here and there. Of course, if anybody does any bleaching by brushing on ferrocyanide to lighten the highlights, that can make a unique print. It was virtually impossible in the wet darkroom to have two identical prints. So of course, it would make sense that there was a best print of horizontal aspens. But what about today? What about digital printing? Because so many of us are doing our quote-unquote original prints with digital printing technologies. Are they all different from one another? They aren't. I mean, they can be. But if I sit here with a box of paper and I want to make 20 copies of a print for some reason, if I run each piece of paper through the printer, I will have 20 perfect copies that are indistinguishable from one another because that's the nature of digital printing. It is perfectly repeatable. As a matter of fact, I can do a master print on my printer and then turn over the rest of the edition to my assistant who can run all of those individual pieces of paper through, and hers will be exactly what mine are indistinguishable. There is no best version of a print. Now, if I come back in a year or two or three, and I'm using a different printer with a different set of inks, or I change to a different paper, those are going to be different, but still within the context of a given printer, a given paper, a given set of inks, as many copies as I want to make will be virtually indistinguishable from one another. I think this is huge. I think this makes such an interesting impact in the world of collecting, in the world of production, in the world of additioning. Does it even make sense to addition our prints if an unlimited number of virtually identical copies can be made at a given time with a given printer a given paper and a given set of inks? Does it make sense to do additioning? Now, I know, and I've talked about this elsewhere, that when someone writes on their print as an edition 1 slash 250, they have not made 250 copies of that print. What they're saying is they will make no more than 250 copies of that print. But of course, if they're going to do that over time that means that in the analog darkroom, they're all going to be different by default. And even in the digital world, they might be different because we might change printers or inks or paper or whatever. So with that in mind, what happens? What are the implications when every single image is an exact duplicate of one another, unless they're separated by time or a change of hardware or a change of software or some such thing? How does that play into the idea of collecting and which version of an image is the best? Does it even make sense to think in these terms in this day and age? Copyright 2023, Lenswork Publishing.